0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Predetermined. I'm Garrett Callender, and with me Ah. as always is Derek Halpin, your co-host. The host with the mostest. Fashostest. God, it's been a minute since we've just done regular Predetermined. This isn't technically regular Predetermined, Garrett. This is technically the bonus zone. (laughs) We are, and we'll get it. This will get introduced as the bonus zone later. We just wanted to come in and drop a little, uh, drop a little conversation on top of an old bonus zone. We've been busy. We've been hard at work with our uh, collaboration with the, uh, the the boys of uh, best and the best ever, right? Best there ever was. Best there ever was. I froze up. Well, it's sometimes it's easier to just say the curtain jerks. It's like fucking uh, Apollo Creed and Rocky, man. They've got so many names. <laughs> the Curtain Jerks, The Best There Ever Was, The Quarantine. Chris, Jim, that's just too fucking yeah. many names. Too many names to remember when we have a hard enough time remembering our name anymore. <sighs> Speaking of, how's, how's quarantine going? Do you remember your name? I do remember my name for now. We'll see if by the time this is over, if I still remember. Uh, it's it's wild. I had uh, talked to you earlier today and I had said, you know, maybe if I'm interested in putting something out, how about going back in time and grabbing the, uh, something we recorded back in February? We did a uh, watch-along recording and we're bringing that out of storage from six months ago. A little less than six months, but about six months. So, how are you feeling about it's It's kind of like time traveling. This is a time capsule from right before the shitstorm hit. It's true. I bet there's things we complain about in that episode that we'll never complain about ever again. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also kind of fun because uh, for this watch along, we're is. I mean, let, let's let's cut through the crap. WWE has been absolute dog shit for quite a while now. And this is going back in time about four years, four years ago. And even then, a lot of people were complaining. But I can tell you by comparison now, this time period that we do a watch along for is way better than what we're currently seeing. Just so we can talk a little bit about what's happening right now. uh, They kind of ripped off GCW a little bit this Monday. If we're keeping it relevant, yes, this, this week on Monday Night Raw... They decided uh, that Shane McMahon is allowed to start a fight club. Basically, Josh Barnett's blood sport. Shane McMahon's raw underground. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. It's completely different. And, and I, again, there's a lot of things you can say about it because I remember looking at it and going, oh, that's interesting. I feel like I've seen that before. What's the point of setting up a ring and and having the ring posts there but no ropes attached. Like, why are, there, why are the posts there, Garrett? Why are the turnbuckles present? It's more dangerous, and it lets you know it's still wrestling. <laughs> if, you're t- if somebody's just flipping by Fox or USA, I guess, and sees, no ra- or sees uh, you know, just nothing, wh- what is that? Is it even wrestling? I don't know, but it might have boosted their fucking ratings if they thought that it wasn't. How did their ratings do with uh, bringing Shane O'Mac in? I don't know. I haven't got, I'm sure I could find out as soon as we stop recording this. I'll, I'll know. I'm sure Meltzer and Alvarez have something to say about it. but the predetermined boys. Don't. <laughs> nope. I really haven't been watching. Like, I, I, my roommate earlier this week was like, did you hear Shano Max coming back tonight? This was on Monday. And I was like, yep, I did. And he's like, you excited about it? I'm like, I'm not watching, man. <laughs> like, I don't feel compelled. We've <laughs> been having other things to occupy our minds though we've had uh hockey oh yeah and actually for me uh blues game starts in 10 minutes oh that's exciting and i still have to go vote so i've got a lot going on in the next couple hours oh well well i i won't try to keep you too long but we felt like we needed to record something current to set up this new episode so so what so so you're telling me wwe's version of of blood sport doesn't excite you i mean i like that seven foot tall guy they brought in there to throw everybody around i guess you you liked it no (laughs) (laughs) well that's what you said yeah well i i realized that and then uh there was also no tone to my voice that said i was kidding so just like do you like it yes do you Mm. like it Uh uh-uh no not really but for the purposes of this show, sure. Well, I didn't like it when GCW did it. So why would I, and that was Nick gauge versus killer cross. I think it's one of those things where I don't, this is like the Vince Russo style of booking where it's like, we know we're watching all 100% fake fights, but within the fake fight universe, there's people saying, no, those are fake fights. These are real fights. As long as the fight takes place in a dimly lit room with strippers and people like wearing dress shirts and cheering and pounding on the ring, like then it's real. But if, you know, if there's high production quality and lights and LED boards, the performance center is just a little too sterile for it to be a real fight, Garrett. Is this going to turn into that boxing tournament eventually? the brawl for all? Yeah, is this just setting up to where somebody's going to beat the shit out of that 7-foot tall guy. Let me ask a more important question. If Nick Gage showed up on Raw Underground every week, would you would you be a committed WWE viewer again?
1: Well, uh,
0: yeah, because then it makes <laughs> <laughs> duh. It's not MDK part of the day. It's MDK all fucking day. And even I on would, Monday nights. Even, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's
0: gonna be Roman Reigns' punishment for not uh, working through coronavirus. Is coming <laughs> back and jobbing to Nick. You would probably shit sideways if you fe- heard that Nick Gage signed a, a contract with like NXT, wouldn't you? NXT. That's the funniest place to send Nick Gage. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is that? I don't know. Just picture. Is he heel? Is he face? He's definitely going to kill Undisputed Era. I just, I giggle inside at the thought of somebody like like when he signs his deal. then being like, what we're going to do is we're going to send you NXT because you need a little bit more seasoning. And he's like, I've been a fucking wrestler for 20 years. <laughs> and they're like, Nick, we hate to tell you, but you really haven't been a wrestler. You've been a professional ass beater. For 20 years, like it, your stuff is like, you're going to be great. We have this concept. We're going to include Shane McMahon, but we got to get that started soon. You just hold your horses and here in a couple of months, you're going to make your debut on a show called raw underground. <laughs> <laughs> it's built for you. This is a program built for Nick gauge. You're we just right. don't know it yet. We're going to build up this seven foot tall guy for a few weeks. And then after a, couple matches nick gage comes out saws his head off with a pizza cutter and we move on to the real show you don't know how much you want to see nick gage jam a light tube into baron corbin's skull until it's on your television set every monday trust me i know exactly how badly i want to see that (laughs) i just want to see roman reigns square up to nick gage and say this is my yard (laughs) <laughs> and, see how, and see how he responds to that. <laughs> uh, basically putting Nick Gage in any wrestling scenario other than GCW is just fucking hilarious. 205 Live. Yep. Just just carving up Jack Gallagher. Imagine Gallagher. Nick Gage with the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> It's just fucking hilarious and it's filled with razor blades. Uh Derek, I've been watching a lot of bad movies lately to to pass the time and that is that's been my other hobby. Well, if there's one thing you know something about, Garrett, it's it's bad movies. I watched Showgirls the other day. And goddamn it, does that movie hold up? Really? no it's really bad but (laughs) but it holds up as a bad movie (laughs) is that gonna be the theme for the for this intro here is you saying something sounding like you're serious me going really and then you being like no no not at all i think you should uh go back and watch showgirls though it's on hulu give that give that a watch derek I'm telling you, I'll only do it if I can do a double feature with Showgirls and Striptease. Hey, I am in. If you need that to happen, I will be there for you. You want to do like a four hour long watch along with two movies that people would not expect us to cover on this podcast? What am I kidding? Do people really have expectations for us at this point? They've lost all expectations. Quarantine has really lowered the bar. Well, apparently we've been doing pretty good, though. People have been tuning into the podcast every week and downloading quite a bit of stuff. That's true. That's true. And I just really missed you guys. I wanted to come and just, you know. Say hi. Say hi. We, got, we had to drop by. We didn't want to leave you hanging. And any of our listeners you want to give a shout-out to? Oh, man. Mention people by name, make them feel special.
1: Oh, uh, well. Jeff. Tegums. Jeffy Wrestling, aka Dalton. Lowell.
0: Lol. Fucking Lol. Matt Armstrong. I'm trying to, now it's just like, do we know, how many names of our listeners do we know? All of oh, you Alex? that I don't, all of you that I don't know your names, I love you all the same. Keep fighting that fight. Bradley. Keep- <laughs> start naming everybody we know. I'll tell you, I, I, I've been doing a, a fun thing, and I'm getting ready to start up part two of this fun thing. I decided to go back to July slash August of 2003, and I am watching some Ruthless Aggression era SmackDown every week. I'm picking one episode, and I'm watching it in real time as it would have happened uh, on the calendar anyway. So who are, with what you're watching right now, who are like the, what's some of the the best programs we got going on? So I started, um, I think it was the July 31st, it it was like the last Smackdown of July in 2003, and they just came off of a a pay-per-view in which Brock Lesnar Faced off against Kurt Angle in the Big Show in a triple threat match for the WWE Championship, and he lost the title to Kurt Angle. Uh, Kurt Angle is now a super babyface, and Brock Lesnar and Angle have that whole competitive but friendly relationship thing going on. Um, so we're we're getting a match between uh, I think it's this and that's this next episode I'm about to watch. I think it's Vince McMahon versus Brock Lesnar with uh, Kurt Angle as the referee. What the hell? Um, Here's the other, the other exciting thing about doing this is since I know what happens in the next year, because it's technically on the road to WrestleMania 20, Eddie Guerrero is currently in a feud with Tajiri and Chris Benoit is currently in an, in a, in a feud with uh, Rhino. And I know that by April, they're going to be the champions at WrestleMania.
1: That's quite it's, the it's, rise,
0: <laughs> isn't it? That's fucking wild. It's part of what I wanted to go back to this era because SmackDown was always on. Um, I think, this, I think it was still on UPN at this time. Um, but I didn't get the, I couldn't watch it until Saturday night when it played like on our local station. and it was like cage QA or whatever. So I didn't get to watch this stuff like fresh. I always got to watch it a couple of days later. So now like, obviously this is years, years later, but I'm going in order and I'm trying to take myself back to watching it regularly. Uh, It's just fun. It's a fun little homework assignment to give myself to have like a weekly era to drop into. I kind of want to join you on this. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's easy. You, it's like an hour and a half. You can just put it on the background and you're just, there's no commercials. So it goes by really quick and you're just doing all that on the network. Yeah, on the network, which, for whatever reason, I still have a subscription to. I was just thinking, I have that, too, and I don't know the last time I touched it. Is it true (laughs) if you don't use it, you lose it? (laughs) Is that a serious question? (laughs) No. No! (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're going to come up with a better way to transition into the uh, watch-along. But, uh... Garrett... Once you set this one up,
1: oh, I'm just gonna take it, just send it
0: on over to whatever we already recorded. Well, we uh, have a nice little watch along here for you, so if you're gonna need the WWE Network for this one, unless it happens to be on their YouTube channel as one of their free matches, and in which case, if that's the like, then it won't even work then because we the timestamp will be all off. So you got to have the fucking network. Sorry about it, boys. Sorry, and girls. This means Jim and Chris can't do this with us because they don't have the network. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Universal Championship, Royal Rumble with uh, Chris Jericho hanging above the ring in a shark cage. We thought that would make for a fun watch along. So, I don't know, stick around and listen to that. And just listen to see what our voices sounded like when, you know, we didn't live in Sealand. Yeah. <laughs> The enthusiasm for life back yeah. in February. We're Just two buddies hanging out on a couch. We were having the time of our lives. Just saw a great pay-per-view. Uh, had no idea that we weren't going to see each other ever again. Yep. Those were, those were uh, naive times. Ignorant times. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of this episode. And stick around. We got a nice watch along for you guys. Thanks for continuing to listen to the podcast, by the way. We love you.
1: Bonus zone.
0: Is that where we're is that how you do it? Yeah, Thanks. you gotta go. Bonus zone. Can we get man we were next to that fucking Neil Pert Neil Pruitt, whoever the fucking Neil, Neil Pert. Pert. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Remember at uh, Starcast and for All In Weekend, we were sitting next to the guy who did the NWO voice. Oh, that's right. We very easily could have pulled him aside and been like, can you do a predetermined podcast? Can you just give us a bonus zone? Just to, can you just give us, us as- bo- 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 bonus. bonus No. Zone. Instead, now we have to just kind of poorly mimic that. Mm. Not even. We're doing okay. Well, what are we doing today, Derek? Well, I feel like I'll, I'll introduce this one because I feel like I'm queuing it up. I'm picking it. Um, everyone knows my affinity for one Kevin Owens. But we're finally doing a watch-along for a Kevin Owens match. And... I hope you guys are excited to watch this one with us, because I feel like there's a lot of entertainment value in this one. We're watching from Royal Rumble 2017, Kevin Owens defending his Universal Championship against Roman Reigns, and Chris Jericho is going to be put in a shark cage above the ring to prevent interference. And... (laughs) Just tell tell me there's not entertainment value in that sentence alone. Was the shark cage? Was this around the time they made that shark cage toy? Yes. So they started doing like a few shark cage matches. So I think they debuted the shark cage in NXT because I think they put Enzo in it or something, didn't they? They well maybe Enzo, but they definitely put Paul Elring in there. Okay, that's it. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So I think Vince saw it in NXT and he's like, "All right, I guess we'll try it on the main roster." Put. Chris in there. <laughs> There's something funny about an established WWE veteran getting that. <laughs> well, the same with Paul Elring. It was just like they put an old man That's in the true. cage above the ring. Like to like regardless of how terrified you are of heights. <laughs> this is obviously one of my favorite periods for Monday Night Raw. Um I think people look I think at the time there were a lot of people who were like rules not that great, but I think now People are looking back on it and going, man, actually the Jericho Owen stuff was a really good period for Raw. I don't know what we were complaining about. Um, I mean, I don't remember what else was going on at that time. I guess we could probably go back and listen. But we could go back and watch some stuff from that period. But nevertheless, we're on the road to, God, what WrestleMania would this have been? This was the one in uh, Florida so with the giant roller coaster ride. 33. Yeah. So... Owens is in the final weeks and months before he loses his title to Goldberg. So he loses it to Goldberg then gains the United States title from who? Jericho. Oh, he at, won it at, the- at WrestleMania. Who did Jericho did Jericho already have it at this point? So when Jericho and Owens were a faction on Raw, they had a handicap match against Reigns where Reigns was the United States Champion and they just did the unexpected thing where the, the two guys just beat the one guy and Jericho got the United States title and so they were double champions is how okay. they put it Um so yeah so I guess the story behind this match is uh Jericho's been helping Owens defend that title for months and the idea is well we're going to prevent that because we're going to lock Y2J's ass up in this shark cage and dangle it above the ring and then what's Owens going to do now he's got to fight the big dog one on one. I'm just excited we get another Roman Reigns match. We're working a a Roman Reigns match into a (laughs) watch-along. That doesn't happen often. There's a lot going on here. My guy versus your guy. That's fair. Whatever. (laughs) With with Y2J looking on. And Kerry in the front row with his squared circle shirt. Getting ready. Everyone knows who Kerry is, right? We've talked about him on here. And plus to... The well did you tell him where we're at in this? Yeah. Like, well, I'm getting the... ready to. So if you haven't already, yes. Royal Rumble twenty seventeen. Pull that up on your WWE network. Twenty-seven minutes, fifty-one seconds in. Get that shit ready. We'll give you we'll give you a minute. And uh are you excited about this? Or are you just kind of have you do you remember anything I, about this? No, I do remember this match. I'm actually I am a little excited because this is kind of right in an era where it's long enough ago that I haven't really gone back and rewatched any of this spoiler alert while you're queuing this up. Like I said, 27 minutes, 51 seconds in suplex and stilettos makes a cameo in this match. Oh yeah. The camera cuts over and you will clearly see her. So if you're still uh, listening to the podcast, podcast, suplex and stilettos, We'll probably point you out here yeah, in a little we... <laughs> bit. <laughs> we might mark out a little bit, but uh, get your uh, get your thing queued up. We're getting ready to do it. Garrett, do you want to count this down? No, oh, use propping them up. Keep in mind, we're gonna go on. We're it's gonna be three, two, one, go. We're going on go, not one. You guys ready? Let's do it. Okay, three, two, one, go. There is this All right, this general... fucking smiley green smiley face shirt guy oh man i missed this period already look at the black and red titantron and the epileptic seizures the epileptic seizures you're gonna get has it been a while since you've watched scarf jericho oh i haven't watched any of this since it happened look at those friends they're so cute together
1: man i miss this version of jericho I missed this time period. This I'm I'm so
0: excited to watch this again. This is actually a good match, and, and the action does spill on the outside. When it rains, he boards. <laughs> so, God damn it! I see the sign that somebody was holding. Did he said you're going to hang me above the ring like a sexy pinata? <laughs> <laughs> what was everyone upset about this time period for? Well, I think we were tired of Roman Reigns at this point, right? But he wasn't the champion. He wasn't. I mean, I'm guessing though that he's about to get booed out of the building when he walks down the ramp. Well, they popped hard for for KO. Look at
1: that thing. That is a delight, man. This was a. I miss those. I miss those Where shorts. are we at? Are they in a stadium? Oh,
0: God. I wish I could. I mean, I guess I could pull that up while we're watching, but. Like, it definitely looks bigger than an arena where we're at right now. I mean, look but at Jericho checking that thing out as if this is the first time he's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crowd is definitely. Not... They know what's coming. Oh, there's fucking sign guy. Haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, this place is huge. I'm pulling up the Royal Rumble from twenty seventeen on my on my Wikipedia. Who won that year? Was this a Roman Reigns year? Did he lose this match and then go win the Royal Rumble? No, because he didn't he did headline WrestleMania, but it wasn't for a title. It was just He him fought The Undertaker. He fought it to yeah. So the the universal title match was Goldberg Lesnar. What was the WWE title match
1: then? Wyatt versus Orton. Orton. That's right. So that means Randy Orton won
0: the rumble and there was all that tension over whether or not he was actually going to cash in. Cause he was in the Wyatt family mm. at the time. And then he ended up, it was very anticlimactic. This takes place in the Alamo dome in San Antonio, Texas. The attendance was 52,020 people. And yes, they are booing the big dog much to the surprise of nobody. I'm trying to remember if I ever actually participated in booing the big dog. Or did I just stand around and let it happen around me? That seems more in character for you to be like, I'm taking in the moment. Because I think you had to do that when you saw that the Young Bucks were getting cheered in Chicago. You had to digest that for a minute.
1: (laughs) Look, at already talking shit. God. remember we how mean
0: everyone was to him and then he got cancer are you saying that everyone being mean to him gave him cancer no i'm not saying that those are directly related but <laughs> you're saying yeah. that everyone that hey was- see that guy holding the leonard sign yeah uh mania 32 waited in line outside with him to get in really yeah so big natty heart fan so <laughs> so you had seen him prior to this Because that was at Mania 32, they were on their way to Mania 33. Yeah, because we stood in line with that guy, and then when I went and watched it back, I realized, oh shit, he was in the front row. Oh shit, he's in the front row of all these shows. Of course, there's a guy in a Cubs jersey like in the front fucking row. There's always one. (laughs) They're everywhere. There's always one. I am so excited to see how Jericho doesn't want to get into that cage when the match starts. Is it wild to think that you didn't know it at the time, but this was essentially quite possibly Jericho's last run in WWE until the end of time because of him going to AEW? Damn, that's right. This could be it. What would have been his last match? His last match, technically, I think... And I'm glad that you brought this up because it brings back a fond memory. I think he did the, the greatest Royal rumble. The one that Braun Strowman won. I think he went to Saudi Arabia with them because I distinctly remember Owens was in the ring for the greatest Royal rumble. And when Jericho's music hit and he looked and Jericho appeared on the ramp, I think Kevin yelled at him, go back to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I still say stupid idiot all the time now because I don't know if it's because of him. It didn't hurt. Like it definitely popularized the. Uh, I promise you, those red lights are blinding everybody in that crowd right now. Like, I just paid fifty dollars to sit up here and not see a show. Yeah, that looks okay. Great. One thing, like I don't know that referee's name. They're never going to tell me that referee's name. Yeah. I do appreciate that AEW right now tells me every referee's name and makes them part of the show. They are. We watch and They who- go out of their way to be like Mike Knox. Did I say that right? Rick. Rick Knox. Sorry, Mike Knox was a wrestler. Rick <laughs> Knox. They go out of their way to say Rick Knox is a tag team referee. Like he specializes in that. Like he must just be really good at seeing all of the hot tags and everything like the you know blind tags and whatnot he just he worked with the young bucks for years jericho's like i am a fucking 30 year vet this is bullshit because was it was part of this (laughs) 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 they're like what are you gonna do it's technically no dq right and he doesn't have any friends at this point are him and ambrose bud still
1: or did they break up
0: i think ambrose is over on smackdown yeah, because he got drafted.
1: This is not too long after the, the draft. Uh-oh, hero stuff. Look at those punches.
0: You're right. Okay, so SmackDown at this time would have been, like their main roster was AJ, Cena, And Ambrose. Styles. Oh, sorry, well, yeah, you started with AJ. That's what threw me off. So yeah, it was Styles and Ziggler. They, they gave Ziggler a push out of the gate when they first did SmackDown Live didn't he hold he did wait he never, never 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 the WWE title oh no Chris as a character do you think that he was anticipating avoiding this tonight as a character do you think he was thinking don't worry we'll get out of this we'll we're not getting him up. in that cage <laughs> no, no no there's so many sexy pinatas. look sides. just appreciate the acting <laughs> He's the goat in all seriousness. Do you think Roman Reigns is that bad of a wrestler? Like, how do you feel about Roman now? Most of the time. Okay. So this is, this is time sensitive. So I don't know how, if you're listening (laughs) to this, how this will fit into the, the narrative, but we're, we're heading into what WrestleMania is this 30, whatever, the last one I went to would have been 34. I didn't go to they 35. They just did 35. So this is 36. 36. We're heading into WrestleMania 36. Drew McIntyre won the... <laughs> Kevin's reassuring him. That it's
1: it's going to okay. be okay, buddy.
0: <laughs> um, I think it's the problem. It's it's never the actual wrestler. I just think it's the way that they either get force-fed to you way too often Or once they do receive a push, it's like a part of their character changes. So Drew went from being kind of like a quiet badass. Drew McIntyre was a quiet badass who just fucking claymored your head off. So he wins the Royal Rumble. And then like the next night, now he's doing like a countdown thing with the audience before he hits claymores. And he's very, he plays to the audience. Mm. And there's a switch. And I think once you switch, the thing that was making it work. I would look at look at the international flags there for the 17 different countries being represented for the WWE network. And Mandarin
1: and Russian. Tajiri! It's Finaki
0: dog. Oh fuck. <laughs>
1: I was trying to remember who was... Now you know how I feel anytime we start talking. (laughs) And I was just bragging
0: on a previous episode about all the Japanese names I knew. See, I wasn't pointing out a person. I was just naming
1: names. He caught the shell. He's happy, and I don't like it.
0: I watched... um, There was like a, a ringside cam footage one time. It was from like a year and a half ago. Uh Owens was fighting Reigns on Raw, and I think they were in Montreal, and Kevin's dad was at ringside, and like Reigns was beating him up around the thing, and they got over by his dad. And Terry's his his Kevin's dad's name is Terry. And he said something like, He's gonna get you, Roman. Don't you worry, he's gonna get you back. And Roman Reigns turned to Kevin's Owen's dad. He's like, Yeah, I know, he's gonna
1: get me with a nice rest hold. <laughs> This... did do you your... think that do you know what i wish i we're
0: in this weird time where you notice they've kind of stopped putting out the wwe movies yeah like the 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 low budget whatever yeah. are we running out of wrestlers that like are believable in those action movies because we're just we have so many indie guys i just think that it was a waste of fucking production money fuck like... you one uh two uh... <laughs> I need a 12 rounds four starring Kevin Owens with a gun. <laughs> or he's just still like a normal family man. Yeah, why? I forget that this is one of those matches where he builds a contraption. Oh, yeah. And when you see KO building a contraption, you know he's, he's going, going through, through it. it. Yeah. He hasn't done that in a while, has he? Is he kind of backed off on damaging his body this way? Oh. I think if I learned one thing from that feud he had with Braun Strowman a year and a half ago is that he's not afraid to still damage his body for everyone else's (laughs) entertainment. No, no, I'm sorry. Well, between that
1: and then the cage spot where he was on top of the cage and got... Baby face or heel,
0: you decide. He just played to the entire arena.
1: (laughs) And got a bop.
0: Let me go. This is the funny thing. He had to go incapacitate him just for a moment so he could get back to Lego building. He's like, don't interrupt me. You think Finn Balor would be more into the construction of, he's like, well, maybe I got room for one more.
1: This is, this is pro wrestling artistry. He's like, well, he's getting, there you go. i hit him in the back. There you go. Yeah. Just hold on, I'm building.
0: I can't imagine how frustrated he would have got if this fell apart at this critical stage of the building
1: process. He's so proud. So proud. Now now what are we doing? What's the plan? Suck my dick. This isn't an effie match. Listen to the crowd going nuts as if
0: Roman Reigns about to go through a pile of chairs. (laughs) Vince is like, I like the idea, but that's definitely not going to happen to him. No, but you, Kevin, we can see here's the problem. Kevin, Roman can star in a 12 rounds for Roman's pretty. (laughs) It, It is that it is that fucking spot like that we were talking about the tension is just building. This is actually kind of genius because everyone's just wondering, when's that going to come into play?
1: Yep. Keep, keep going. I don't remember. Does he get thrown off the top? I'm just Oh
0: Jesus. Oh no, we're going to forget about it for a little while and then it's going to happen. And yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like when I forget about some shit outside. Now, keep in mind, do not forget, Jericho is hanging above the ring during all of this. So you're telling me. (laughs) God damn They pull out on cue. can only imagine the terror in his best friend's heart right now watching this happen. (laughs) The cheerleading is... I'll tell you, if it were me and you in this match, I hope I would be in the... uh the cage. I would volunteer for the cage immediately. You would prefer the cage to fighting a man? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you would offer great moral support from that cage. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, there's a lot of good weapon usage in this match, which is one of the reasons I like it. I I don't think I ever went to a WWE house show with Kevin Owens where he wasn't in a street fight.
1: He was always going through tables and shit. Always giving his body.
0: Um, Got to make sure that we're still going because that would be devastating, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Kevin doing the heel thing and closing that table up and getting rid of it because he's like, I don't want anything to do with that. That is the most heelish thing he's done in the entire match. He knows that people want tables. No.
1: You don't get a table. <laughs> he points to his buddy. That would have been a good spot. Jesus. Now, you have
0: to be impressed with Roman Reigns just deadlifting Kevin Owens yeah. like that. that's like 260 pounds.
1: <laughs> minimum.
0: <laughs> He has, uh, from a few months prior to this, uh, they do a Hell in a Cell match between Rollins and Owens where Rollins starts to pick him up for a powerbomb and loses him. And then deadlifts Owens up to throw him through a table on the outside. And that spot always like blows my mind. Look at how determined he is. What a baby face. I'll oh, cock that fist. And the people don't want it. And Kevin's like, I agree. The first time I saw him cock that fist when I started watching wrestling again. Did you think that was the coolest thing? It was the coolest shit I'd ever seen (laughs) in my whole life. You're like, how come I've never thought to do that when I'm fighting a guy? I'd never seen anything more badass. I think he worked on every level for me.
1: (laughs) Drive-by.
0: Does he do the drive-by anymore? I think so. But nobody watches Friday Night Smackdown, so <laughs> we don't know. Oh, God. So there's a bunch of good spots in this match, but this one coming up here, that table is going to get used. You know that, right? Well, I, I imagine. How would you feel about a super kick party, my friend? I would feel good. Here, have one. <laughs> but that's only one. It has to be at least two for it to be a party. I want you to watch this because this spot's awesome, but watch where the legs of the table are and watch what almost happens to Roman reigns. You almost get impaled. There she is. There's hey. suplex and stilettos.
1: <laughs> like that, if that
0: metal leg had just stayed straight up, he, that very well could have gone through his chest. If that, if that had been the spot and he was just impaled and it looked like Alien where something was coming out of him, does Owens cover him? Is, does Owens, like, go
1: full heel and, like, brag? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this. So close. What a beautiful frog splash. Absolutely eviscerates that fucking table
0: leg. (laughs) (laughs) I keep forgetting he's up there. Well, it's a nice little thing to cut back to every now and then. Bringing some levity to this situation as two men try to murder each other for a title.
1: Camera pans over like, just in case you forgot, there is a pyramid of chairs over here. Do you ever feel like
0: some refs just come and go and you never learn anything? Like, like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know. He he could very well still be going, but I don't recognize him. He's not a Mike Kyoto or Charles Robinson. or. And you only know those names because you learned them. I know those names They'd... because I was close with them. Garrett just looked at me. I saw that out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't accept that explanation. he's that's smart as a heel just walk across a man would you could you ever go to a wwe show and wear a new day unicorn horn yeah like with the thing lit up and everything well, probably not currently you don't think it would work now well they aren't around what do you mean they're not around well they aren't doing the unicorn thing anymore
1: right like we're done with that unicorns are still a thing with them though what's going to happen I mean I always joke about getting foam fingers
0: I feel like I I'm telling you what foam finger I'm going to be getting orange Cassidy I are you really going to get one if they have it maybe like I, Sorry I, we're going
1: to revolution tomorrow if you're hearing this if you're uh, not
0: understanding
1: that God, he's a cool-looking dude. Roman? Yes.
0: Fucking Roman Mark.
1: There we go. Hurt him. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree, Kevin. It's absolutely bullshit. Does Jericho have something to to help here? Good call, Garrett. Right on cue. <laughs> Garrett understands wrestling pacing. (laughs) Hey, just so everyone sees
1: these are brass knuckles. These are. He is so happy that he has a friend like Chris Jericho. Cock it, Kevin. Cock it and lock it. The crowd is going insane. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. No. Don't let him steal. <laughs> he may not have penned him, but you know what he did do? Stack up a whole bunch of chairs earlier.
0: We can't forget we about can that. We can never forget about that. That's those. how you know the match isn't over. <laughs> <laughs> that cameraman, oh, if that cameraman had knocked those over. Mm. There would have been a talking to backstage like what does Chris do if the door pops open like on accident does he just have to sell like well even though the door's open I'm still way up here I'm staying I in. can't get out <laughs> I think the brass knuckles were an ingenious idea good job guys. I really appreciate whoever has this Mr. Bean sign some that's what somebody chose to come to this event with Sometimes I judge people's wardrobe when I watch a show because I'm like, this was a big night for you. Like you went to the show and this is what you chose to wear. I've definitely had a few shows where like I thought like I probably should have worn a wrestling shirt. <laughs> it just looks like you didn't even care. It's yeah, does it yeah. Like you just walked in. Well, you know, sometimes when you go to a wrestling show, you've got to
1: wear your coolest wrestling shirt to show people Yep. Oh, That chair is obliterated. Match over. Just kidding. In case you were wondering.
0: It's not over until that man falls through some chairs. It's not over until Bill Bill Goldberg steals your title. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's really over. Remember when there were rumors that Goldberg was going to be in AEW? I do. I completely forgot about that. But now I fucking remember. I kind of wish he had been. It would have been less of an issue for me. <laughs> with him squash some people that I may not necessarily be too familiar with. Well, see, we haven't had a chance to see him squash Kenny yet. Would you pop if you were at like Basement East and fucking. Ooh. That, that chair. That is a man screaming because he just hurt his ass yeah, real bad. Yeah. I frequently think of that scene in Tropic Thunder where there's the explosion and then you see Jack Black in his underwear on the ground screaming, Oh yes <laughs> Oh my ass and slow mo. Like war like a war movie scene. But um if you were at Basement East and Mance Warner was having a match and fucking Goldberg came out, would you be excited about that? 100%. You would. You You'd are... be, yeah, because I'm in Basement East and fucking Bill Goldberg's there. You'd be excited. Tiny venue, Bill Goldberg shows up to an indie show. That's going to make me You news think that's going to make me happy about Bill Goldberg? I don't know if it'll make you happy. Sorry, I, I got caught up in the match. That was a pretty sweet roll up. <laughs> <at> the- <laughs> No, I, I Garrett's think Garrett's a fan of a roll up. I'm a, I really thought that schoolboy was a gonna fruit get a roll up. There's oh, a, blood. There's a precursor to what the Kevin Owens we know
1: now coming up here in a minute. People are into the match. Garrett, doesn't this referee know he needs to
0: put gloves on now that Roman's got a little blood on his face? Oh no. Oh no. He does have a tiny bit of blood on the bridge of his nose. Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Jump out of the way, Kevin. Uh, Or that. Has he been doing the stunner that long? Yes. Yes.
0: Was that when he did it, though, and Stone Cold was pissed about it? Yes. He didn't do the kick to the gut. And he said that's important because it knocks the, the wind out of <laughs> there's, him. A scientific, there's, a, <laughs> there's a scientific process to how you actually beat somebody with a stunner that he has now mastered.
1: Yeah, he jumps. And this was supposed to be a tribute because they're in Texas.
0: He was like, oh, I'll do a stone cold tribute. What was Miz doing around this time? Well, he's over on. Smith. He may very well have been feuding with Dolph Ziggler at this time. 100 oh, percent was. Hundred percent was. Jericho's thinking like, man, I wish that he had more shit to drop out of his pockets, just like the Joker. Like, like yes, like just, just, he just pulls like... a bazooka out. And he has <laughs> or the mask. Yeah. <laughs> There's always time. Picture of Roman's For wife. One.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> you married her. <laughs> Oh,
0: Margaret, I've got a you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's going to cry. He has like a fucking rug burn on the side of it, a raspberry. I'm more impressed how many lines we remember from the mask. It's a good movie. I used to watch that was my favorite movie as a kid. Fun, uh, fun thing. I bought that movie for my mom in the first grade for her birthday because I wanted to watch it. And did she, did is, she pretend to be excited? No, she didn't. And I've never got. I've never been. You never got over that? No. Well, no, no, not that I haven't gotten over it. I've, you, I've never been able to forget it. Like, look at I, the people coming to their feet. People are like quit. Shut the fuck up about the mask and talk more about <laughs> this man about to fall <laughs> through a chair pyramid epic match that we're watching here between two future Hall of Famers. that's, an, that's weird to think, but you're probably right. I am. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Jeez, oh, yep, go see if he squeezes your hand, God damn it,
1: <laughs> Chris is
0: like, oh man, Nothing about that looked fun. I'm glad I'm up in this cage. He has like he doesn't grow his beard so well in the middle there anymore, you mean, like right there, look, he's got a bald spot almost. I, don't, I wonder if he has anxiety, too. That's, no, that's changed. Like He can grow it now. So I don't know if that was by design or what. Like, oh, but if you see he, him now, look. The, ah. That sucks. Well, he does it because he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason he does that for me and Randy Orton does not. Also, Randy Orton got to be in 12 rounds, too. I want this 12 rounds movie starring Kevin Owens. I do
1: too. Where
0: <laughs> he's literally like, like a suburban fucking dad <laughs> who has a gun now for whatever reason. <laughs> he's like, you're going to have to learn how to use it. What sort of bullshit are you going to do now? Roman? Seriously though. We could have ricochet in a movie. We could have all these great movies. This would actually make for a good segment on the podcast. We should have people write in with their, you only get to submit one, but Submit in your suggestion for a WWE superstar in a new WWE productions movie like the chaperone starring Braun Strowman. Why can they only submit one? Because I feel like one person will just take up all the good ideas. (laughs) And then Garrett's like, we may only have one submission, so that's fine. Fair enough. I take back my previous
1: statement. Why are you being a bully now, Roman? See, what a bully. Ah. His beard sucks. It's not that bad. It's it. pretty bad. Maybe I'm just getting a bad angle on that beard. But Maybe you are. Don't be so I hard can't... on the guy. Look what he just did for you. You know how I feel about facial hair. I don't. Do I? What's your problem with facial hair?
0: If you can't do it good, don't do it at all. I don't know if I want Roman to win this match and Braun feels the same way. This is the beginning of what, in my opinion, was a wonderful fucking feud for both men. Jesus. It's worse when the table doesn't break. Well, it's worse
1: when you don't clear the monitors. Oh, yeah, take that to the skull. We didn't have iPads then either. I'm not finished with you.
0: Don't forget, Chris Jericho's hanging above all this, still watching. He's
1: probably really, I want to see what he's doing. Look at that crowd. Cover. One, two, trace. That was an enjoyable match. Wasn't it?
0: And Jericho. <laughs> like, I want to jump for joy, but I don't want to break. I also don't want to rattle the cage too much. If this match ended with like a like a legit tragedy where that fucking cage snapped loose, that would completely change the tone for the rest of the evening. Be a hell of a spot. Oh, boy. Well, that was, Derek, good suggestion. Was that, that fun? Thanks for having us watch that did one. Did you like looking back down memory lane? I did. I could definitely go back and watch some more stuff from this time period.
1: He's the best universal champion we've had, Garrett. I'll keep saying it. This is... <laughs> Jericho, he's three feet off the ground, but he's like, I don't care. Let me out.
0: Where's the keys? refs like all right i got i've got him in my pocket
1: He's next like, open the-, the shit i am <laughs> <laughs> easy to see why he was the guy AEW needed give him a kiss all right well thank you for
0: sitting in with me and Garrett on this episode of uh bonus zone. Watch along. Again, we are always open to some suggestions for watch alongs. Now we don't necessarily see each other all the time. So these are harder to do from far away. But when we are in the same room, if we have a back catalog of ideas from you guys about stuff, you want us to do a watch along for submit that shit Predetermined podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Halloween Halpin on Twitter. Garrett's at Gartet on Twitter. The podcast is at Wrestle Hangout on Facebook and Twitter, and Predetermined Podcast on Instagram. We're open to your suggestions. We hope you had fun watching this match with us. And when you're hearing this episode, it's probably because we missed an episode. Or we were just being nice and wanted to give you some more fun. We just content. wanted to give you a little extra content. Yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will be two. back next week. Look at those two. There's... Who's who were better friends, Trent and Chuck, or Jericho and Ko? I could. I mean, that's that's so hard. That would be a hell of a tag match. That would be a lot of fun.
1: <laughs>
0: but hey, not as much as I love you, buddy. Oh. Let's give the people what they want. Hit our goddamn music.